Ryan, from what I've heard, you're using your paper not for writing, but for rolling doobies. You're gonna be doing a lot of doobie rolling when you're living in a van down by the river. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I'm here with uh, Ryan, the dual train dually. Hey, how's it going? And BWK. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> wow, BWK, you sound different. Oh, it's because I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Some would think that it's not BWK, but uh, in fact, it actually is our recurring guest host, Mr. DJ O'Sullivan. Hey. 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 Hello. Sorry to uh, offend anyone by my BWK. No, but BWK, offend- BWK is here. <laughs> oh, it's me, BWK. Oh, hey, BWK. How's your move going? Well, it's, I gotta go. Oh, great. <laughs> no, you're right. He is really here. Hello, everyone. It's me, BWK. <laughs> I knew he was here. What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> okay, now do me. <laughs> um, El Paso Queso Dip. <laughs> Dooley. All right. Oh, we you know what's happening? We're trailing off because VWK is in here. All right, welcome to the Top 5 of Death, uh, a weekly show where each week uh, we have a topic, and each host gives a Top 5 list of that topic, and then the list goes up on the Facebook.com slash Top 5 of Death for voting, where you vote, and then the winner gets announced. And when... The when there is a winner declared, they write a short death or uh, a short story about how the other two hosts die. This week, Ryan Dooley actually broke his lose his monumental <laughs> losing streak and actually won this week. How many weeks do you, do you suppose? It I, was? You know what? It was at least numbers six. only go up so high, Dooley. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a ceiling to numbers, <laughs> and you reached it. But um, no, he won. Uh, then now, now tell the folks what happened <laughs> after you won, Dooley. I was okay. So uh, last week we did uh, top five sequels that we our uh, top five movies we wish there were sequels to, <laughs> and I had uh, I had one on the Facebook page, and I forgot to write my. Death. <laughs> you know what's awesome? You also forgot what last week's episode yeah. was where you actually won because it wasn't top five sequels <laughs> you're most looking forward to. It was top five boardless <laughs> games. Oh my god! <laughs> you so... don't even. <laughs> Dooley's drunk. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I did win that episode. <laughs> There's no arguing with you there. What is wrong with you? I forgot. I forgot. D- you need to start taking fish I, oil pills. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited about my uh, about my win. It was so triumphant that I forgot that I had some responsibilities <laughs> paired up with that win. Yeah, and you also forgot which episode you won. <laughs> it you? all just blurs. The, all my losses just blur together. Were you hit with a mallet? When yeah. you woke up this morning? Yeah, I was hit with a mallet when I woke up this morning. No, a mallet, not a mallard. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm, I'm <laughs> and Matt. we're back. And we're back. <laughs> well, anyway, so Dooley doesn't have any actual deaths <laughs> this week. Uh, so he he's getting a pass, and he'll be able... In, in Dooley's defense, he really wanted to um, read it when BWK was here. And BWK, uh, unfortunately, cannot be here because he is in the process of uh, moving, actually closer to me which will make doing this whole podcasting a lot easier. So, you know, no big deal that he's not here. However, as of 2014, I'm instituting a new rule where for every episode you miss, I will be giving uh, one digit of your phone number. Uh, (laughs) So this is his first offense. So everyone write this down. It begins with nine. Wow. So if you got... You got ten absences before your entire (laughs) number is revealed over the podcast. Well, what if we can't do a day because of you? Because of me? Yeah. Well, listen... (laughs) 
I don't make the rules. I only enforce <laughs> them. Okay. <laughs> All right, who, ma- who made that rule? All right. If you do that, you can put one of my uh, one of my numbers up on the Facebook. Okay. So that gives you more incentive if you want to know my number and give me a call <laughs> to join <laughs> like us. Like he's at, okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> join us at facebook.com slash top five of death. All right. So moving on. Do you have a death ready to read, Dooley? Uh, we do have a fan death. Okay, good. So we're going to read a fan death and I'm going to let Dooley take it away. Okay. So this was written um, by our fan, Andrew. It was written. It wasn't told down from <laughs> generation <laughs> to, to generation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Uh, I'm gonna read this death, and it's the title is "The Cloverfield of Death." Ooh, I'm really I haven't read it, so I'm interested. It's gotta be about last week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I got confused. Um, yeah, that's that's exactly why I got confused. All right, so BWK, Matt, and Dooley are in Matt's apartment for a massive party. Among the guests are Fro, Chris, and DJ. Midway through the party, the ground begins to shake. What the hell is that? Dooley yells and runs to the window. Holy shit! What is it? Matt yells at Dooley. Run! Dooley screams as a giant monster busts the wall and kills him. But that was that was fast. Is that it? And Dooley's dead. <laughs> oh damn! BWK screams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> Pushing his way out the door, Matt, coated in Dooley blood, <laughs> runs past and grabs DJ and Fro. Chris decides to follow along. They make their way out and see a huge monster eating Dooley's limp body. <laughs> his his hipster glasses fall in front of Matt. <laughs> He tears up and BWK pulls Matt away. What is that? Chris screams as the monster's tail flips down onto him. We wanted a sequel, didn't we? Didn't we? BWK says sarcastically. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) As he punches BWK in the shin. BWK begins to cry as Matt, Fro, and DJ. (laughs) Source of all his power. (laughs) Uh, BWK begins to cry as Matt, Fro, and DJ pull away into the helicopter at the far end of the street. The monster trailing behind them, they get to the helicopter and start to fly away. They see the monster getting farther away and begin to regain hope. Just then, the monster jumps up and hits the copter, flipping it upside down. BWK flies out, but Matt grabs him. Hold on, BWK screams. I planned on it, Matt screams back. (laughs) (laughs) The copter then falls upside down completely. BWK's legs fall into the blades of the propeller and he gets pulled in. Matt screams as BWK gets torn up and pieces fly everywhere. The copter flies down and crashes. Matt and Fro crawl out and get away under a rock. (laughs) DJ falls down out of the copter. He looks straight up and sees the monster straight above him. Oh no, he says, frightened. (laughs) The monster... The monster bends down and sees him. It strikes and grabs DJ, tearing him in half. It eats his bottom and throws throws his top at Matt and Fro. (laughs) They scream and see the monster charging at them. They sprint away, but Matt hears a screech and looks back. Fro got impaled by a lamppost. (laughs) Matt keeps running, and when he gets to the road, a pelican comes down and bites him. Matt then slowly and painfully dies from a pelican bite. That's it. <laughs> the monster ends up destroying all of Boston until it trips and dies. <laughs> trips. <laughs> yep. Trips on shrooms, right? Yeah. I can't believe that monster ate my bottom. <laughs> right. Oh, no, and my threw bottom. your top. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that was, was good. It. No, I really like that a lot. Yeah, that was good. I'm yeah. glad I included DJ since uh, he's here this week. I know. Um, cool. Um, one last thing. I, asked, I, I also put out there uh, whether or not we had any um, black listeners, because we weren't sure about it, and we uh, apparently have at least one. <laughs> <laughs> they ch- uh, they chimed in on the Facebook, and I just want to say uh, uh, thank you for listening, and uh, have a good uh, Black History Month, my friend. <laughs> nice, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, f- we had Fro on. I was gonna say, oh, 
Damn, wish Fro was home. We can get him down here. And get, we should have him give one fact every week <laughs> for the month of February. That's a really good idea. <laughs> Maybe next year, guys. <laughs> Keep holding out. But um, So that was the death. And um, Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So this week's topic is uh, a really good topic. It's really cool. And actually, this is the first time um, the guest host has dictated what the topic is. Um, and the idea was so good, and I didn't want to do it without him. Obviously, it's DJ's idea. So this week we're doing... Uh, top five celebrities we would bring back from the dead. Right. Nice. Uh, um, yeah, take it away. Well, I had this idea a few months ago, and I suggested it just you know for the show. Was it months ago, or was it, it like it was a, a, long, a long? It was time a very ago. long time ago. But, right. Um, I just suggested it for the show. I wasn't you know expecting to be on the show for it, so I wanted to say thank you for oh. waiting for me to do that. You're welcome. Yeah. So son of a bitch. Uh, but yeah, Great. it's basically the top five celebrities that you would want to bring back from the dead for I don't know whatever reason you guys did. But um, <laughs> mostly sexual. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is actually fitting with the recent uh Philip Seymour Hoffman death. Oh yes. crap, I didn't even think of that. I yeah. think this is uh I think this is good homage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah well he's not on my list. <laughs> yeah, not on mine either, but <laughs> not me. Great actor. Die. Great actor. Yeah. Fantastic, cool. I think it's a really good, uh, good idea. And um, so, what do you, you want to, before you say the name of the celebrity, you want to give hints? Yeah, we're gonna and try we'll to guess. We'll try to like make a game we'll out of a it. Little, we'll uh, we'll do a guessing game. Yeah, we'll make it a little uh, funsies. So, um, DJ, uh, are you ready to go? Do you have like a hint towards your number five? Yeah, I can think of. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so start us off. So you feeling up to the task, new can't, guy? Can't wait. All right, let's hear it. Okay, okay so my f- number five was. Uh, he was in the movie So I Married an Axe Murderer, starring Mike Myers, Uh-oh. but he had a very small role as a prison guard. Phil Hartman. It is Phil Hartman. Hey, <laughs> Dooley. Dooley's on the board with one. Yeah, well, well done. Um, so, yeah, uh, my number five is Phil Hartman. Uh, he was tragically murdered by his wife in, uh, where is it? It was uh, May of 1998. So that he really he had a crazy. he had a small role in that, but had a major role in the sequel. So I I married a a drug addict <laughs> with a gun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what's what was the story behind that? Because he was awesome, and that was really yeah, yeah. He, that was like, really sad. It, it it was such a shocker because he is like known for being the nicest guy. Right. And uh, his wife, who I guess previously had a drug problem like early on in like her life, uh, and then she was clean for a while, and I guess she started like using again and. She and Phil have been fighting for, like, you know, a couple months. Like, things have been going a little sour. Yeah, right. So she uh, started using again, and then they got into, like, a fight, and she came home and shot him in his sleep. That's crazy. Yeah. The uh, you know what the, the rumor behind what got her started back on drugs? Does it have anything to do with Andy Dick? Yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, so the, the, that's the rumor is that Andy Dick was the one who, uh, you know, kind of pressured her into, you know, they're at a party and tr- pressured her into doing drugs again at the party. And then it just kind of like snowballs from there into what happened. Wow. Yeah. Uh, John Lovitz uh, blamed, it, like, I don't know if he still does, but he at one point blamed Andy Dick for, like, what happened. Um, they actually got into, like, a, a fight right. at a bar. Yeah, then really? Like, yeah, yeah. Wow, John, I don't know any of that. John oh, no, it might have been a restaurant. But. Yeah, John Lovitz punched Andy Dick. Yeah. Right in the uh, face. I would yep. love to see that fight. Yeah, me but too. It's a celebrity boxing yeah. game written all <laughs> over it. <laughs> it's kind of a shame because I actually love Andy Dick. I think so Andy Dick is so funny. Me too. He is funny. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Now, if you were able to bring Phil Hartman back, like, how do you think that would that would change things, or or what would you imagine would be uh, the benefits? Uh, well, he was a quality actor, like funny, and I I 
I think he can like. I'm sure he could have been like a great dramatic actor. I wouldn't be surprised if he, like if he was still around if he got some role in a movie where he was like nominated uh, for an Oscar. Yeah, you know right. I mean? Yeah. Um, but there's no question that like, you know, he would have been making everyone laugh. Like, yeah, right. We like would have had was. he would have had more episodes with Lionel Hutz. Yes, exactly. And Troy McClure, and that is so important. Right. I mean, a lot of people think that when uh, Phil Harbin died, that started the decline of The Simpsons. I kind of disagree. There was still oh, a few. Yeah. There was like five more seasons where it was like, you know, really, really <laughs> great. So many seasons. <laughs> and it, yeah, it really right. is. Um, but Lionel Hutz and Troy McClure are like two of the funniest characters on The Simpsons. Right, right, right. Two, probably two of the funniest B B list characters. Yes. But uh, no, that's um, a good pick. Yeah, I, that's a great pick. When I was doing my research, I didn't know that. Uh, like um, his wife Bryn, um, like after she killed him, she uh, called like her friend or whatever uh, to tell her or to tell him that uh, you know she killed uh, her husband. He didn't believe it, so they went to the house. He called nine one one, and the police showed up. And as they were bringing the kids out of the house, they had two kids. Uh, oh. Bryn killed herself. Like she shot herself. The his at, wife. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was a murder suicide. But the, there were cops there when she killed herself. And they didn't stop her. Yeah. No, I, I, like maybe they didn't know she was there. I don't like, Ugh. or maybe she didn't like. Like I would imagine that if you kill someone, and then you call nine one one. The first thing they do is like look for the person who called. Yeah, <laughs> take or, the weapons away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now you don't have a gun, right? I'm <laughs> trusting you here. All right, oh, we'll be back. So scary. I hate it. I know. It, it's so sad too. Yeah. Uh, John Lovitz was on a podcast that I listened to, and he was talking about like his experience with it. It was really sad. Hearing a guy like that who's so funny and like loving to, like you know, be on the verge of tears talking about how he's still not over it. Right. Well, John Lovitz is losing his mind. Yeah. And I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> <laughs> Great reference. Uh cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh yeah, that's uh, a solid pick. Duel. Thanks. Okay. So, um, my number five. Um, Hold on. I'll stop you real quick. Yeah. You. Th- I have. Well, we'll see. But I bet we have a lot of. Duplicates? The duplicates. Yeah. That's I'm, my guess. I'm a little afraid of that. Right, me too. But I, I don't care. They're my picks. Yeah. We, I, I, I don't know. I feel like there might not be as many as we think. Well, we'll find out. All I right. Feel, I feel like there's at least one <laughs> where all three of us have it. Okay. Um. So this person died in 1994. Hitler. Yes. My number five is... Is it Kurt Cobain? Nope. Uh, nice um, keep going. Canadian. Oh, I know who it is. Who? Is it John Candy? Yep. Yep. It is John Candy. <laughs> that was r- wow. Yeah, no, I know. Ninety-four and Canadian. The uh, if I'm not mistaken, the inventor of Candy Crush. Yes, yes, yes. That's John right. Candy Crush. Yes. Yep. Candy was a uh, uh, nickname. Right. A right. pen name. Oh yeah, no, I know. I'll right. Know. John was a fake name. His first name was actually Cotton. It was yes, actually. Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Cotton Hill. <laughs> no. I feel bad because he's dead. We're calling him fucking Cotton Candy. <laughs> Honestly, John Candy would love it. He yeah. would be. He would just be happy that people are still laughing and he's involved in some way. Um. So yeah. So that's my number five, John Candy. He was. Um. He was awesome. I. Uh, I would have loved to see like what kind of movies he'd be in today. Right. Yeah. Um. I have a feeling that he probably would have lost some weight at some point. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's debatable. That, I'd like that to, could go either way. That's what I like. That's but, my belief. Uh, how did he die? He died a heart attack, heart attack in his right. sleep. So when he was in Mexico, right? When um he was taking a siesta, he was taking a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Oh, I would imagine that if you like die, and he had too many he <laughs> muchos tacos. <laughs> <laughs> muchos tacos. Muy guapo. Oh. 
No, no bueno. Uh, no, no, no. No mas. Um, Go ahead. But I would imagine that, it, you know, if you die from a heart attack, I guess, you know, that makes sense that <laughs> that would make you want to lose weight. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, you probably would have lost weight. <laughs> right. Like, if he, sur- if he still had the heart attack, right. that survived. was his rock bottom, but then survived. Yes, right. yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Favorite John Candy movie? I, Jesus Christ, if I had to pick, I'll go with Uncle Buck. Yeah, that's a solid pick. You? Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Definitely. Great pick. I'm going to go with The Great Outdoors. I've actually never seen that. Oh, it's oh, a good one. It's a really, yeah. really good one. I watched uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles oh, like a month that's ago. That's a great Classic. one. Classic. Uh, Classic. Even his, like, his small roles in, like, when he, in Home Alone. <laughs> oh, my so God. Good. It's Boca, so... Boca, Boca, Boca. Yeah. <laughs> it's so no? fucking good. Yeah. I hate that he's dead. I hate it. Even like he wasn't hilarious in Cool Runnings, but he made right. He made he was he, in Cool Runnings. He, he, was, awesome. he was he was such a, a good performer that he he knew his level and he knew when to like take a scene and when to just like be support. But even him being in support made that scene so much better. Yeah, it yeah. was awesome. Yeah, so that's my number five, John Candy. Cool, nice. Uh, my number five. Here's yep. my hint. Uh, Dooley just picked it. <laughs> okay. Um, cotton candy. Yeah. Cotton candy. You're damn right. <laughs> wow. Great. Right. You know what's good? I'm 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 glad because I really deep down didn't want to stop talking about John Candy. Right. <laughs> so yeah, uh, cotton candy, <laughs> as, as we, we know, know him. Yeah. As according to the Wikipedia, we'll say once I'm done uh, recording this and I change it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but just like you know, he said, um, he uh. Ah, Uncle Buck. That, that, you know what? <clears throat> Uncle Buck, that, that was like a, a movie for me and like my dad. We watched it all the time. Mm-hmm. And like he used to always like that was one of the first movies where like I would start to reference and laugh about after the fact, like in everyday scenario. Like my dad, anytime my dad made breakfast growing up, he would <laughs> always say, you should have seen the toast. I couldn't even get it through the door <laughs> for years. Would he, he make would you a it. giant pancake on your birthday? God, no. I don't. I I'm going to try it. When I have a kid, I'm going to attempt to make a pancake of that size. <laughs> but uh, he never did. I'm going to flip it with a snow shovel. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just John Candy's the best. Yeah, he's the man. When I was watching, What do you have against John Candy? Yeah, DJ? stop it. Hey. Like, why, haven't you, why didn't you pick John Candy? Why didn't I? Well, you know, I only gave my number five, so. Right. Oh, okay, so now you told me how the podcast works. Great. Well, Go, well you certainly don't know how it works. <laughs> what was the show last week? Yeah. Uh, something about uh, Mary. a list. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was watching uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, uh, you know, not too long ago, I forgot how sad it is. <laughs> oh, it's my God. It's yeah. crushing. Yeah. It, like, John Candy starts off as, like, this really annoying character, and then by the end of it, you're like, you find out that his wife died, and yeah. it's so sad. Spoil- spoiler alert, by yeah. the way. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen that movie by now, then... I, I bet hugging John Candy is, like, the best. Yeah. Giving him a hug? Now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like hugging a bag of flour at this point. <laughs> oh, no. It used to be a nice spongy bag of potatoes, and now it's just a crumply bag of flour. Are we, like, <laughs> going to bother some people with this humor? What? No one likes <laughs> corpse flour jokes? <laughs> You know, hey, listen. It's a very niche crowd. I'm just going <laughs> to put this right out there. If you're not a fan of corpse flower jokes, just stop listening to the show. I don't even want you as a fan. Wow. One of my favorite bands is uh, Corpse Flower. Dude, that song, Death Cake. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. So underrated. Right. That's so good. Okay. All right. Well, go ahead. Pick your number four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and I just feel BWK's presence not here tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Feels like our parents aren't here. <laughs> <laughs> when BWK's away. 
corpse flower <laughs> jokes <laughs> will prevail. Uh, I can't wait to I can't wait to edit in a corpse flower song in the beginning of this. <laughs> Which one? Uh, Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> uh, it's either gonna be Star Spangled Banner or. Uh, no, 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 no. I was Don't trying to think try of a good one. I'll, I'll think of it later. <laughs> uh, okay, so that brings us to our number four. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, DJ. Uh, nice segue. Number four. <laughs> um, this actor um, was given a posthumous Oscar. A what? Posthumous. Okay. It means you got the ask. Oh. Was it uh, <laughs> Heath Ledger? Yes, it is. My number four is Heath Ledger. Great pick, great yes. pick. Uh, he died on January 22nd, 2008, over an accidental drug overdose. I can't believe that was that long ago. I know. It, I, I Listen, correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard somewhere that um, I read it somewhere on the internet that um, something about that uh, fag will burn in hell. What? You didn't remember when he got uh, his funeral was like protested by the Westboro, Westboro Baptist Church? No. I don't remember that. You I don't? Re- I remember. It was uh, huge. <laughs> no, I actually, I did a lot of like research like at the time of his death. Yeah. Um, because I couldn't like accept it. You right. You know what I mean? Um, I remember uh, this uh, radio like DJ, I think he was on like an AM radio. He was like such an asshole. And he was like, they played a sound clip from Brokeback Mountain, the whole I can't quit you thing. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, I can't quit him now. He was like, you're dead. He was, like, fun of him. I was like, what a fucking dickhead. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't remember the. Really? Yeah, no, I don't. He, well, because he did Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. Yeah, obviously so the Westboro Baptist the, Church Oh, they were all nuts. over it. Yeah. And they were, when he died, and they were, like, just their usual bullshit. Man, I the, would kill to have one of them on the show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would love to beat the shit out of everyone who's a part of that. Uh, yeah. yeah, it'd be awesome to have him on the show and do top five favorite like childhood yeah. TV shows. <laughs> I'd, uh, like, top five guys you'd make out with. <laughs> I would. How long do you think they would be on the show for if I just started like just jerking off in front of them? <laughs> um, honestly, a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you aren't going to bother me. I'm like, Two days later, you're like, you need to leave my house. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Um, I remember when, uh, he died and, um, like when the Dark Knight came out Mm -hmm. after, and it was so hard to like accept that this character wouldn't be a part of the next Batman movie. Yeah. There were so many conspiracy theories on the internet of how he was still alive. And I, I believed every single one of them. I wanted to, like, I was obsessed with it and I was like, I just like the only way I'm going to be like, I won't believe that he's still alive is if the next Batman movie comes out and he's not in it and I just got over it. Uh, <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I thought he would just have a walk-on cameo at the end. Yeah. <sighs> Could um, you imagine? I would crap. I would take a crap. <laughs> I, I can't imagine like a more like crazy life experience than seeing like a uh, like a dead actor show up like on screen like unannounced. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, there obviously have been like uh, actors who have died and they show up in movies later. Yeah. But uh, like Elvis and Home Alone. Yeah. No. Yeah. We've all seen Home Alone. <laughs> but um, I remember reading like so many conspiracy theories. There's one based on a game. I think it was called like Seven Twenty Four or something like that. It was like the name of the game was uh like a uh, like a number, and it had to do with like one of the cards being a Joker being face down. Mm-hmm. So someone was like, yeah, in this game, like the the Joker card is like face down, and Heath Ledger was found face down. Oh my <laughs> heavens! And then, like, you turn up like the Joker card, and then Heath Ledger's gonna turn up and like, <laughs> and, and like, he's gonna be on the card. I was like, that makes so much sense. <laughs> it's right. so funny when you want to believe that yes. kind of stuff, and you're like, like oh my god. There was like, there was one that was like, uh, there was a um, a fire truck 
that was on fire in like some town in America, and like you think that's like a promo for the new Batman? <laughs> yeah, movie? that's what <laughs> like, I. It just happened to be like just because in one scene the cops are driving by a fire truck that's on fire, <laughs> like it's got to be Heath Ledger. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. I fucking knew it. <laughs> what kills me though is uh, when like his his body was found by his um housekeeper. Right. So she shows up at like two forty five, finds him at like three o'clock. And then cleans it, his house. Yes. And then calls Mary Kate Olsen. <laughs> yeah. Super weird. Yeah. And she's like, I guess she was like, you know, what should I do or whatever? And then uh, Mary Kate Olsen calls like the security guard that like lives in or that works in his apartment. And uh, it wasn't until like 315 that they called 911. And then the uh, ambulance showed up like, you know, 10 minutes later or whatever. And uh, like he was pronounced dead at like 336. Weird. What kind of person sees a body, yeah. li- like, laying down, not breathing, like, oh, my God, I better call 911 after I make this sandwich. <laughs> like, <laughs> call 911 right away. Oh, man. That's such it, a controversial it, death. It, yeah, it's, like, it's so sad to see someone who's not only, he was only 28 years old. Yeah, it's messed up. And, and, and it was such a promising career. Yeah, too. like, Wait, he was 28 act. when he, he was died? He was 28. Really? Yeah. Are you? I, he, he was... I don't have his exact birth date, but uh, in parentheses, when I looked up, it said 28 years old. He had a daughter. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Him and Michelle Williams. Oh, that was another thing, too. Everyone was like, th- there were pictures of, um, like, right after his funeral of people. I guess it's some tradition in Australia where he was from. They all crash, uh, crush beer cans on <laughs> your head. <laughs> <laughs> they all, they all Australian for death. They, they all went to, uh, like. Good day, man. <laughs> Uh, they all went to a beach and like jumped in with a, like their clothes on and everyone's like smiling and laughing and then the person who like reported was like they seem awfully happy for someone that has uh, just lost someone they loved you know what I mean but it's just how they yeah it's like mourn I mean it wasn't like what do you expect from an island full of criminals <laughs> <laughs> um, hey yeah fuck yeah can hey I, we lost an old I guess it's gonna break up the bounty more for me then eh you call that a knife. <laughs> I'm going to float this motherfucker right down the river. <laughs> the river. Oh, catch me a dingo. Uh, who do you think was better as the Joker? Um, Heath, uh, Heath Ledger. Than Jack Nicholson? Yeah. Yeah, definitely Heath yeah. Ledger. That's what I, but Jack Nicholson's great. It's, yeah, uh, no, it's not a know. knock on Jack Nicholson. No, not it's just my he's, personal preference and I'm picking Heath Ledger. He's one of the greatest actors ever, but I feel like when I w- see him as the Joker, I know it's Jack Nicholson. Right. But when I see definitely. Heath Ledger as the Joker, I'm like, I, it, you, that, he disappeared <laughs> into that role and yeah. it's crazy. You're looking at the Joker. Yeah. Right. yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Great. Yeah, so great pick. My number great, four. great pick. Yeah. Great pick. Okay, so um, my number four. Oh, the uh, that song I was trying to think of earlier. Uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't remember. <laughs> oh, I d- here we just, go. It just popped in my head. It oh. was a, it was a controversial song. I uh, got a lot of feminists angry, but it, w- it was called "Battered Woman." <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Corpse flower, battered woman. <laughs> Look it up, everybody. <laughs> okay, so my number four. Uh, so okay, I I really hope you guys get this. Um, died in two thousand eleven. Of diabetes. Um, that guy on the um, the Quaker Oats box. <laughs> yeah, <he> died in, <laughs> that Quaker <laughs> died in 2011. He was 150 years old. <laughs> of, of diabetes? Um, no, nothing. Okay, uh, he's black. Is it uh, well, Patrice I, O'Neill? Uh, yep. Nice. Patrice O'Neill. Oh. I, I mean, not nice, but like. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Oh, he's sick. dead? Wow. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Good pick um, for the month of February. Yeah. 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 Um, he is incredible, and it was very, very untimely 
um, when he died. I remember being uh, shocked when I got <laughs> when I like when the family went on Facebook. You know. <laughs> when I, I was gonna say when I got the news, uh, <laughs> when I looked on my phone and saw it. <laughs> Um, it was a real bummer. I really, really like Patrice O'Neill. Um, his stand-ups are so funny. He's got this like attitude about him that's super, super honest when he's on stage. And um, he would. I, I was kind of looking like into his life and stuff, and he he was relatively big, but he wasn't like enormous, right? Yeah. Um. Because You're talking about would, like physical size or celebrity? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> no, I'm I'm serious. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I mean, like celebrity status. Okay. Um, I I thought you were talking about his physical <laughs> stature. <laughs> oh <Yeah>. really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought you were trying to make. Well, a he thing. said he had diabetes, and you're like, yeah. he was big, but he wasn't like enormous big. Where he would have a he, yeah. he was a fat guy, but he wasn't right. enormous. <laughs> That's totally true. Um, no, but he would turn down a lot of really kind of good opportunities to do stuff but he if he didn't have complete artistic control then he would just say no and he would just be wow. like no 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 not doing that so he turned down like a lot of stuff yeah I mean, just he's to not be really able to in do that much yeah he was in like a few episodes of the office i think that was probably the biggest thing that he did is he one of the warehouse guys yeah 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 i can't remember like i know he was uh Friends with uh, like Dennis Leary, and I'm sure a bunch of stand-up comedians. Right, yeah. But like, he's uh, he's kind of a comics comic. Yeah, he's one of the, he's one of those guys. Yeah, like Todd Glass. Like Todd Glass. I love yeah. Todd Glass. Um, <laughs> so my number four is Todd Glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he um he died of uh, diabetes. He was uh, I guess pretty unhealthy <laughs> when he died. Yeah, I, I didn't know like. Can you die from diabetes? Oh, like yeah. If it goes untreated. Yeah, yeah I know. Definitely. Like, yeah, yeah I, but I, I can't. He probably wasn't. I mean, you have to take fucking bad care of yourself. Right. I was yeah. going to say, I remember hearing like people, like his peers being like, yeah, he was just, didn't give a shit. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I if if I could bring him back from the dead, I just would have loved to see him kind of do something that got big on a large scale where he was happy doing it. Yeah. Right. And um, it just never quite got to that point, and then he died, it, and he wasn't old. That's unfortunate because I'm sure he had like, you know, there's, it, it's a pretty expensive thing to like take care of. I know someone with diabetes, and it's really like daunting financially to like, you know, you got to buy like insulin and sure, uh, yeah, you know, all like test strips and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm sure like there are people who have it that like struggle with it or can't afford it, but. If you like, if you're somewhat famous, it shouldn't be that. That shouldn't be a problem, you right? I mean, it probably wasn't. Who knows? Yeah. Right. Who knows? Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's kind of the theme here: are uh, celebrities where their death was kind of untimely. Yeah, that's a lot right. of mine. Uh, no one's no one's picking Milton Berle. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I, I think that's actually all of mine. <laughs> oh come on! I wish George Burns would just come back one <laughs> yeah. more day. Just give me a milk. day with him. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's my number four, Patrice O'Neill. Cool. Nice. All right, so my number four, uh, this person yeah. died in 1997, mm-hmm. um, and he uh, was suppo- he was the original voice of Shrek. Ooh, I have a guess. Did you want to guess, Dooley? No, you do. Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Chris Farley was yeah. the original voice of Shrek. The I'd... movie was done and recorded. Well, his vocal tracks were recorded. And during the animation and, and production, <coughs> post uh, production and post production, he died, and they went back and re- redid the whole thing with Mike Myers. What? I wow! Did, I did not know that. That's yeah. crazy. I did not know that. <laughs> I, <laughs> Matt, I did not know that. I. They shouldn't release a version with his. Uh, 
Yeah. I Can you I, imagine that, that would be surreal watching oh, that? It would be, be very crazy. weird. I didn't. That's nuts. That that movie came out like four years after uh, yeah. he died. It, it honestly, I, it might have been for the better because, I mean, just for the movie because you know obviously technology changes and that movie looks so good. Yeah. Um, it might have needed that time. If it came out four years earlier, maybe you know could have looked a little worse. But I don't right. know. That was. That's the story. So wow, where uh, what about like the other cast? Was that the original cast aside from Chris Farley? I believe so. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm not 100 wow, percent sure, but uh, that's f- that's funny. That's is crazy. It, is it funny or it's is hilarious. it crazy? Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Chris- was he going to do a Scottish a- Scottish accent? I don't know. I, I wonder if Mike that was Myers, just a Mike Myers um, thing. Just owns Scottish accents. <laughs> right, <laughs> he really does. He does a Scottish accent in. Th- uh, Everything. Like four of his movies. Right. <laughs> so I Married Next Murder is one of those movies. Side note: I think Mike Myers is actually dead. Has anyone heard from him? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, he was my number three, but right. whatever. <laughs> Guess I'll have to change it. Uh, but yeah, Chris Farley, um, another one who you know he he uh, he was big in the drugs and he was a big fat guy, and you know just he just went too hard in life and everything like that, and it just caught up with him. But uh, he actually recently, um, I guess Rolling Stone did. Um, the top, the best sketches of SNL ever, and his uh, Matt Foley sketch was voted the best SNL yeah. sketch yeah. Yeah. ever. Um, and uh, Chris Farley was a, he kind of like for me, he was really like an idol growing up. And when he died, like it really kind of like bummed me out a lot. I was twelve when he died, and I was like, you know, Dooley's known me for a while, DJ less time, but mm. you know, I was a fat guy, you know, <laughs> and I was a fat kid growing up, and like I loved Chris Farley, and like I remember like. When he died, and like they were doing all the interviews with like SNL cast members and just his friends, and how like everyone said like Chris was always would just do anything to make anybody laugh. I love that. I love that. And did not care about like his appearance or anything like that. And like, and everyone loved him for it. And like, when I when I heard that, it kind of like turned it around in my life where I was like, yeah, fuck, who cares? Just make people laugh, Mm -hmm. and you know, it won't matter. You know, if you're a big fat guy. Yeah. Yeah, So I was like, fuck yeah. If you were to ask me who the funniest person of all time was, I would probably go with Chris Farley. (laughs) Nobody makes me laugh harder than Chris Farley. He's everything he did was the like, funniest thing. DJ, <laughs> right. how, how often do we reference his role in Billy Madison? Uh, <laughs> I, think I think every, every time, time we see, see each other. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's he's another he's another one who just added to everything. He's he, he was a, an amazing person. He died on Stone Cold Steve Austin's birthday, December uh 18th? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, me and Stone Cold are uh, cousins. <laughs> <laughs> uh um, yeah, but yeah, when um so yeah, he died it sucked. Yeah, it so. was I remember the sec- like the moment that I found out he died, I was uh in my room and I had the radio on and uh one of the like it was like a in between news segment, like they're reading off articles and um the you know, DJ or whatever was said that Chris Farley had died and it didn't like I didn't think I heard that right. I couldn't <laughs> I could not accept the fact that No, that's yeah, not right. You just no, turned it, it off it and went about your dad. Someone else with the last name Farley. Right. Or another Chris Farley, which is just a weird coincidence. But it was like actually Chris Farley, and I was like, "Oh no!" I was so upset. Yeah, it sucks so bad. Do you remember what his last movie was? Or the last movie that was released? Was it uh, Kung Fu Panda. No, it was a uh, Dirty Work. But no, like the last, it was. Uh, I always forget if it was Dirty Work or Almost Heroes. There was one. Pretty sure it was Almost Heroes. Yeah, like. Why did I see? Was he in? in Kung, yeah, he was Kung Fu Panda, right? No, it was no, Jack, it was Jack Black. Black. What? <laughs> what one did he do? He voiced some uh, Shrek. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. 
He did something. What? Like a, uh, <laughs> he voiced a some cartoon? animated movie, yeah. Uh, I don't think I don't, so. I'm not so sure about that. I'm no, I can't up. remember ever seeing a movie where Chris Farley was like, <laughs> a, he did a voice for something. Oh my God, he's so funny in Dirty Work. If you haven't seen Dirty Work, that is <laughs> a classic movie. Oh God, that is good. He's missing half a nose. Yeah, <laughs> every a every Saigon th- whore bit his nose yeah. off. To this day, <laughs> to this day, if my friends are wrestling or if I'm watching a fight outside of a bar, I will yell, "Bite him! Yeah. Bite him in the nose!" <laughs> uh, me and uh, this kid that I work with uh, almost every day reference when uh, Norm Macdonald's sitting at the bar with Artie Lang, and he's like. Well, it could be worse. You could get your nose bitten <laughs> off by a Saigon whore. And then Chris Farley smoking a cigarette, he turns and he's like, You <laughs> bastard. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm just kidding. I saw yeah. you there. And he goes, like, Nah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good. Oh, my God. Nobody was better than Chris Farley. Unbelievable. Did you find out if he was a voice for anyone? I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up now. But um, another one of uh, my favorite, uh, two other favorite sketches he was in from SNL was. Uh, um, the Chippendales dancers with Patrick Swayze, right? Also dead. Yeah. And um, oh yeah, it's so weird. Uh, Schmidt's gay. Oh, Schmidt's gay is great. So fucking good. Do you remember the Colombian decaffeinated coffee crystals? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> you son my of a bitch. God is my witness. <laughs> I don't know this. Oh my god, dude, it's so funny. It's uh like a hidden camera thing where uh the waiter brings Chris Farley like um coffee. And he thinks it's just a regular coffee, uh-huh. but it's Colombian decaffeinated coffee crystals. <laughs> and they're trying to get his reaction like after they tell him, and he's pissed. <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> like, you know, he's kind of like smiling, but he's like, you know, he feels like deceived. Yeah, right. right. He's like, but it was just supposed to be. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and he, you lied to me. <laughs> and then he starts like running amok in the restaurant. Everyone's like trying to stop him. And someone starts beating him over the head with a pan. Uh, it's great. It's so funny. Um, yeah, that's my number four. That's a great pick. DJ number three. Uh, my number three is a former professional wrestler. Macho Man Randy Savage. It is not Macho Man. I know that. Isn't it sad that like I, I say professional wrestler and like it could be a million people. Hmm. Uh, it was 1999 that he died. Um, who was uh, Eddie Guerrero? No, he died in 2005. Okay. It's not Owen Hart, is it? It is Owen Hart. Really? Owen Hart. Yeah. That's who you'd want to bring back? Absolutely. Owen Hart. Yes. V- definitely. <laughs> Vanilla <laughs> Owen Hart. Yeah. Well, well, why do you say that? I, mean, I don't. Just, I I'll just. Oh, by the way, I'll just be over here when you guys are. Oh God. Thank you. I just. I don't know. Like he was good and everything, but I think if he hadn't died, if he if he lived, he would have just went to the wayside of the mid card to low card to just com- being completely completely irrelevant to everything. I mean, I'm sure his size didn't matter. I mean, because we all know that Vince McMahon loves, like, big guys or whatever. Right. But you know, was we he don't not, know Was that. he not that big of a guy? No, no he, not he really. He was 5'8", and, like, yeah. you know. He was a great wrestler. Yeah. He was great. But, I, I, like I said, if he hadn't... My, my stance on Owen Hart is if he hadn't died, he would have never gotten the posthumous, you know, acclaim that he gets. Uh, that's, like, I, I feel like a lot of people... It's not so much like what would he have done. It's just the way he died is what. Oh, it's insane. You know, I'll let you if you want to tell that story. Feel free. Yeah. I mean, did you did you guys both watch this when it happened? I watched it when it happened. I did, and I heard about it the next day at recess. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, wow. Yeah. So should I tell the story from like Please when do, it yeah. happened? All right. Yeah. So uh, back in the late nineties, during the Attitude Era, uh, my mom and her boyfriend used to order like every pay per view every month, 
That's and awesome. Yeah, it was great. Uh, and just for kinda, you? Well, uh, all of us watched it. Me, um, my mom, her boyfriend, my sister. We all loved it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, it actually kind of happened by accident because um, pay per view, like things used to cost like three bucks, like movies or whatever. Yeah. Right. So I was like, oh, we, you know, one time I was like, oh, we should order SummerSlam. It's like three bucks. <laughs> it was really like thirty. Bucks. Was it like fifty? No, yeah. Like, it was like thirty bucks at the time. And he was like, oh yeah, no, that's. Jeez, what a deal or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> then, but thank God he like fell in love with it and ordered them every month. It was great. So we, we were watching, uh, it was uh, May 23rd, 1999, and it was a pay-per-view called Over the Edge. And he had this gimmick called the Blue Blazer where he was supposed to come down from the rafters on a cable and have an entrance like a superhero. And uh, he had like a quick release thing that it was going to like let him go like when he got to like a certain level. Like he, it was going to look like he was going to struggle Mm-hmm. And then uh, let the latch go, and then fall like on his face, like as a joke. Yeah, yeah. Like he was supposed to be a superhero, that was like kind of a joke. Mm-hmm. Right. So he gets lowered, and the quick release thing must have like was it quickly know, released? Yeah, and he fell seventy five feet from the <sighs> like the rafters, landed uh, with his chest on the top rope, which which is like. He landed like a foot from the turnbuckle, which is like pretty tight. Yeah. And then was slingshot like to the the mat. Yep. And uh, you know, like that he ended up dying from like internal bleeding. But like while it was going on, they were showing like a a vignette um, yep. from like you know the night before, and focusing on the audience. And uh, Jim Ross was like telling everybody what was going on and like making sure that everyone knew that it wasn't a storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like really hard to do in wrestling because if you're like. This is this is not a storyline. They're like, sure, yeah, exactly. sure it is. Keep <laughs> going. Let's yeah. see how this plays out. And uh, his partner, like, with commentary at the time, uh, Jerry Lawler, was in the ring, like, trying to see like what was going on, and uh, he like Jim Ross was just like making like telling everybody like he couldn't stress enough that this is not like part of the show, and that's something you don't do like in yeah. wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, you know, I, I'm sure everyone was like, "Whoa, that, that was a crazy accident!" But he'll be fine because nothing like that ever happens where someone right. of course. dies. You know, right? So then later on in the night, he, uh, him, and Jerry Lawler are at the table, and he like announces on the pay per view that Owen Hart died. And uh, it, it was just like heartbreaking. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. He, Did, so he didn't die instantly. No. Well, a lot of people, I guess, say that he they thought he died in the ring, but mm-hmm. no, he sat up. Yeah. Oh, he did. I didn't know he sat up. You're reading Bret Hart's book now, right? Yeah. Did yeah. you Did you read it all, or did you? No, get to I haven't that got part? to that part yet. Yeah, I guess there's. I guess like for like, on the stretcher, like he kind of like, sat up or like he did. He he gave some gesture that yeah, was like crowd. that. I was like that he was like okay or whatever. Yeah. Um, but obviously he wasn't. <laughs> right. Yeah. He uh died from internal bleeding like at the hospital, and uh it like caused a huge controversy, you know, with the um uh like his family. His family ended up suing um. WWE for like eighteen million dollars, and um, people blame this guy Vince Russo, who's like known as being a joke in the wrestling business. He had like the worst ideas and was a huge contributor in running WCW into the ground. Yeah, and uh, it was just such a sad thing. Yeah, you know I mean, and, like that was like the beginning of like the Hart family is like curse. Like everyone like kept they were like dropping like flies. Right, that's scary. Yeah, yeah. it's nuts. It's crazy. I just can't imagine being that age and seeing that. Yeah, and, and yeah, it, it was not knowing what to think. Really weird. Like the next night on Raw, they had like a whole tribute to him, and um, it, it was like you, you see all these wrestlers like out of character, like tears running down their face because he was like a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. You know, they say that like you hardly have any friends in the wrestling business, and everyone considered him a friend. Mm-hmm. And, right. You know, he talked highly of his family and stuff. It was just so sad. 
Yeah, except for that one time when he kicked Brett's heart leg out from his leg. <laughs> <laughs> from like from under my like <laughs> <laughs> I know that one. Yeah. Okay. Hooray. All right, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Alright, so ahead, we'll move Joel. on to my number three. Okay. So <laughs> my guy <laughs> died in nineteen ninety. Uh, and his legacy lives on. I'll say River Phoenix? No. Uh, no, good guess though. His Thanks. legacy lives on. Um, if it wasn't for him, there's a movie coming out very, very shortly, and if it wasn't for him, it would not exist. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I think maybe. I, I have no idea if you want to guess. Sam Kinison. <laughs> <laughs> so close. <laughs> Is it a comedian? No. Oh. I want to see who's going to get the point. What are you saying? Ah, uh, wait. Gracious. We're actually doing points. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> Let me look this up. I, I have I have no idea. Um Do you want to give another hint? Yes. Um let's see. He um originally his like what he's known for um got got its start on SNL. Oh, and he's dead. Mm-hmm. What he's known for. Yep. Hmm. Oh crap. Oh crap, it's on the tip of my tongue. He has his own um, production company and workshop. I have no idea. You guys give up? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to punch myself in the face. Jim Henson. Oh, Oh. my God. I am (laughs) such an idiot. Farts. Jim Henson. Farts. Uh, My friend Jared is going to be very disappointed. (laughs) I was really looking at you for that one, DJ. Don't say that. I'm so embarrassed. (laughs) Uh, Farts. I watch Muppet Christmas Carol like all the time. Uh, Farts. I know. I I feel like every time we see each other, we talk about how excited we are for the new Muppet movie. Yeah. Farts. Oh, my God. Don't even look at me. (laughs) Farts. (laughs) No, get back in your charity, Dad. Oh, farts. I'm out of here. I got to go. Can't believe it, farts. Um, Let me ask you guys. So you guys guys both (laughs) like... Mad. Um, Do you guys both like Jim Henson? Yeah. No. Oh, I, mean, I yes. love <laughs> Jim Henson. Oh my God, we should be friends. <laughs> um, have you guys ever looked up footage from his funeral service? No. What? I uh, know. I like to remain a child. If you yeah, guys no want to ball your fucking eyes out, well, can I guess what you're gonna say? Did they have like all the Muppets like sitting in pews? They have the they have Big Bird come down and sing. Um, it's not easy being green. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so, it's so weird. Uh, he actually sings Rainbow Connection. Oh, no. And it's wicked fucking sad. And, like, Big Bird is, like, the guy does the voice of Big Bird, like, walking around is actually, like, crying. You can hear, like, crying in his, Jesus. In his voice. It's really? so what fucking sad. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds so heart-wrenching. <laughs> I, I okay. honestly, I didn't see it until somebody at work showed it to me, and they're like, oh. I don't even want to put it on. It's so sad. And I was like, then why are we watching this? <laughs> <laughs> Have you uh, seen Who? that picture of, like, uh, it's a picture of uh, Jim Henson hanging on a wall, and Kermit has like his like, like hand up to it, and his head's down. Yeah, it's so sad. It's the saddest I, fucking like, thing. Can you like this guy like did something special when he has like fake things mm-hmm. that like he he gave so much life to, mm-hmm. and we're reacting to these fake things, reacting to his yeah. death, and yeah. we're like sad from it. He created a piece of felt. You're right. It puts he puts so much life into it. Yeah. Um, did you know that, uh, like, he did the voice for, uh, Rolf, and Rolf didn't speak, uh, from, like, when he died. Like, the first time he spoke was in the new Muppet movie that came out, like, a couple years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. He, uh, I think he was in it, but he was just playing piano and not saying anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they did that as a tribute, but he did, a, like, a lot of other voices, too, but... Yeah. yeah. Did he, he did Kermit, too, right? 
I think didn't Frank Oz do that? I'm not sure. Don't look at me. I have no clue. <laughs> it, it was one of the two. The, the, they're the two like big guys, right? Right. Know, with the Muppets. Is it true that the uh, Swedish chef gave us eulogy? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that was really fucking sad. <laughs> oh, God. I'm laughing because I've ma- I've made the same one before. If I even see <laughs> if I even see the Swedish chef, I like I start to cry laugh. <laughs> 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 like you're making such a bad joke, but I want to die. <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah, but I would bring him back from the dead just because. Like, I think now you know. With like all the new Muppet movies coming out, I would love to to have him be like a part of it, you know. Yeah, and definitely. I, I don't know, like the Muppets went away for a while. Maybe if he was still around, that may not have necessarily been the case. So there would have been new projects he was working on. And yeah, I heard that. Um, like Hollywood studios in general are like, well, I don't know who owns them at the Disney. I guess they're open to yeah. like. I guess all you have to do is write a script for the Muppets and they'll make it. <laughs> I heard that somewhere. It's got to be harder than yeah. that. <laughs> well, I'm sure it is, but like you know, n- nobody wants to make a Muppet movie. Right. Yeah. So isn't that how Jason Siegel was able to make that yeah. Muppet movie? Yes. Um. Do you guys know how he died? Um. Um. Uh, no. Cancer. Um, streptococcal toxic shock syndrome. Toxic sh- like a tampon was yeah, left like in for t- too long. Like TSS. He uh, all right. So I was reading a little bit of it. It's really bizarre. He um, I didn't know guys could wear tampons. He <laughs> like thought he was getting the flu, and he just felt sick. Like yeah. he was tired and and whatever. Thought he had the flu. Woke up in the middle of the night and was just like coughing up blood, and then just went right downhill. And he had abscesses in his lungs. Oh and my he god, died. that sucks. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Really, really, really weird and scary. That's something that if he had gone to um like a doctor like early on he probably could have like yeah, probably. had it taken care of. Yeah. Such a but shame. you just think like you're sick. Yeah. But uh yeah, that's my number three. I hate to I feel like I just brought the mood down. Um yeah, this is a morbid episode. But I would bring him back because he was he was great. Yeah. Cool dude. Me? Yeah, what do you got? Yeah, Matt. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good uh trying to think of a good trivia qu- uh, hint that doesn't give it away it's super easy uh, this person died in uh, 2004 on December 8th um, Dimebag Daryl it's Dimebag Daryl I, I kind of figured that was going to pop up yeah Dimebag Daryl do both of you guys listen to Pantera yeah Yeah. okay so I'll be over here <laughs> <laughs> okay Um. when when he when Dimebag Daryl died I got uh, calls and text messages in the middle of the night Right. I was I was sleeping and uh Ryan, who has also co hosted the top five of death, um, texted me and said, Dimebag Daryl is dead, I am not kidding. <laughs> and it was really, really scary. I uh the when I found out it was kind of a not a actually no, I found out the the night before. Did I find out the night before? The <sighs> night before he died? No, no, yeah, the night before he died. It was just this real real <laughs> premonition I had. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh no, I know when I found out. Uh I found out the same time as uh Ken Susie, guitarist for Unearth, found out because my band was recording with Ken. Mm. And he had just, uh, a couple months earlier, he had just been on tour with, uh, uh, what band was he in? Was it Hell Yeah? Was that what it was called? No, I think it was Corpse that. Flower. Was he it in was. Corpse Flower? It was, yeah. He was in uh, Corpse Flower for sure. Time back there, was in Damage Plan. Damage Plan. So Unearth was on tour with Damage Plan like a couple weeks, uh, pr- uh, a couple months prior to when I recorded with uh, Ken. And he got a call. <laughs> and then he told us, and it was it was bad news. Yeah, because he had just spent like a couple months with the guy, and and he knew him personally. I obviously we only know him from being fans of his, but he's a 
I'm a big fan of Dimebag Daryl. Like he's like yeah. he's one of my one of my idols. You yeah. know, playing guitar and everything. So. I, I don't think that I would have uh, liked playing guitar as much as I did um, when I was younger if it wasn't for, for right. him. Was he only the guitar player, or did he sing too? He was just he a, was guitar a guitar player. player. So, all right. So, uh, like you know, I don't listen to that kind of music, I guess. Yeah. Right. Can you guys tell me like why? I mean, not that it's not a big deal that he died. Obviously, it is when anyone sure. dies. But why? Why does it affect you guys so much? Okay, so it affects me so much because he's one of my all-time favorite guitar players. And the thing too is like his guitar, like he he brought like a a, a really unique style to metal. And a lot of bands, like everyone, like in hardcore and metalcore and everything like that, they're all like, oh, like break down this, and it's so heavy. It's like listen to Pantera, listen to. The breakdowns from Pantera, and then look at the date that that album came out. Mm-hmm. It like it precedes everything. Like everybody, you know, took influence from Dimebags and his brother uh, was a drummer, Vinnie Paul. Like just their their mesh, and like he was so good. Like he was banned from guitar competitions in Texas at the age of like thirteen. Wow! Because he would just mop the floor because he was just a supreme talent. And like the other thing too. Is like Pantera put out a ton of like DVDs of like their tours and everything like that, and like he was just seemed like such a cool, fun guy, like the nicest guy, like just like just a really, really good, good yeah, person. Uh, hilarious, right? He just was a fucking real fun, fun dude. Now here, here's what I'll say also because you know Matt's saying like how talented he was, and he absolutely was, but you know. There's also like those guitarists who are like like Steve Vai and like those guys who are just like these unreal guitarists yeah. who are, are are absolutely insane, but they can't necessarily write a record like like those guys could. Right. Or like Time right. Back Daryl. Well, all right, so let's get more basic then, because I feel like we kind of should explain this. How did he die? Oh, there we go. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was common knowledge. Uh, no, so obviously he was in uh, Pantera, and Pantera broke up, and there was like this rift between their lead singer, Phil Anselmo, uh, and then the rest of the guys. And so um, Dimebag and his brother went up and did that, did another band called Damage Plan, and they kept playing and touring and everything like that. And some crazy fan, this like I forget like how he determined this, but he was determined that uh, Pantera was never going to have a reunion tour, or the reason they broke up was Dimebag's fault. And went to a show, and just literally walked on stage with a gun. And just shot him on stage in front what? of in front of the crowd in front of his own brother. I did not know that it was on stage. Yeah, it was during a show. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. walked out and just point blank put Dude. a gun right to his right to his head and just shot him right there on stage. That is so fucked up. Yeah, it's crazy. Ooh. And then he also and then somebody else tried to like jump in and help and they got killed. And then like somebody and then like a security guard or somebody who is like around there. Uh, ran over with a shotgun and killed the and killed the shooter. What the hell? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I, All I, in front of a crowd. That makes like more sense to why people get so affected by his death. Yeah. It, w- it wasn't necessarily like, well, he drank so much and you know vomited and died. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Choked on his own vomit. Which which you know that would be sad too. Yeah. But I think it's just because it was so unjust and crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why. And it happened in front of his brother. His brother was just sitting behind the drums, helpless. You know, watching his. You know. Ugh. That family just get mowed down. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah. So that's my number three. It's a good pick. It is. Uh, all right, so my number two, uh, this person's real name, I may be pronouncing it wrong, <laughs> but it is Farrakh Balsara. That's their real name? Yep. 
What year did they die? <laughs> they, they died in 1991. Farrick is his real name. Yes. Go go ahead. Give a more of a hint. Of he's that. from. A lot of people think he's from England, but he's actually from I think it's India, or um, yes, I think he's from Zanzibar. He was the lead singer of one of the biggest bands of all time. Okay. Lead singer of one of the biggest bands of all time. He was gay. Freddie oh, Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Oh shit! What a good pick. Yeah, I um. I'm a very, very big uh, Queen fan. I really? Didn't know that. Yeah, I, didn't I know love Queen. It. Is my favorite band of all time. I am really? a huge yeah. Queen fan. Wow. I. Uh, uh, oh, uh, me too. Me uh, too. Uh, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's your favorite song, dude? Oh, like there's so many. I just don't know if I can pick them. Dude, em just all. name one. Oh, one Queen song. Yeah. I can't pick just one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just just one. Um. Oh, you're talking about Queen, right? Yeah. I thought you were talking about yeah, Queen, yeah. Queensryche. Oh, no. I, I thought you were talking about Queens, Queens of the Stone Age. I thought you were talking about Queens of the Stone Age. No, Queensryche is like my favorite band. Oh, Name oh. one song. Uh, Queensryche? Yeah. <laughs> we could be here all day with how many <laughs> Queensryche songs I can name, dude. So. I mean, they got, what, Silent Lucidity? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> you know Wait, you're what? an idiot. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> fucking Queensryche. Dude, Who are we talking guy? about? <laughs> We're talking, anyway, about, anyway, we're talking anyway. about you. All right, go on, go on. So Queen Latifah. Yeah, so <laughs> Queen Latifah died uh, making uh, mad money. <laughs> she choked on money. Wow. It's really sad. Good old Queen Latifah. Yeah. Good old Christmas with the cranks. I mean, they say money talks. Not uh-huh. on that day. <laughs> it, it does talk. Uh, talks at you. Is that your eulogy for at yeah. Queen Latifah's yeah, uh, services? Like, oh, come on. <laughs> And they're like, I thought that was going to kill. <laughs> God, tough crowd. <laughs> What's everybody's problem? Um, anyway. No, but Freddie Mercury uh, died from complications with AIDS in 1991. And he was, in my opinion, the greatest singer and frontman of all time. That's, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's a solid statement. Do you guys think anyone was better? Uh, uh, so, like, no. Well, no. I mean, it depends. A frontman for a band? No. Right. Well, who do you think has a better voice than Freddie Mercury? A better voice? Yeah. Oh, I I don't know. Speaking, not singing. I don't know. I don't know. He I love his voice too. Uh, but yeah. Bob, I mean, Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> mm, right, you might have me on that one. Bobcat. he's uh he's kind of ashamed of that whole thing being called Bob Bobcat. So now you just call him Robert Cat. <laughs> Robert <laughs> Cat. Yeah, it, please, it's Robert Cat now. <laughs> it's Mr. Thwaite. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think he had like he still has like one of the most distinct singing voices. He has like right. such a, a unique rasp to his voice. He has he had a four octave voice. Yeah. And I'm not a big music guy, mm-hmm. but I know that's a pretty big thing. I, I know that's <laughs> yeah. more octaves than three. Yeah. It is especially f- especially for a guy. Yeah. You know who has all eight octaves? No. The guy from the darkness. Weird Al. No. I'll say Weird Al. First of all, it's a girl, and it's neither of the picks you made because <laughs> they're guys. <laughs> Uh, Mariah Carey has all eight octaves. Oh, oh wow. yeah, she did. She do the. Uh, can she do the shattering glass thing? Uh, I don't know. Want to ask her, Mariah? Yeah. Would you come <laughs> in here for a minute? Uh, what's the question? Oh, hey, Mariah. <laughs> uh, I was just wondering if you could shatter glass with your voice. It's Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> oh, wonderful. Anyway, Queen. Um, yeah. So uh, he uh, died in uh, 1991. He made an announcement on November 23rd of 91. Um, telling everyone he made a, like he had a press conference saying that he had AIDS, and uh, he kept it private for the sake of like his friends and family. Mm-hmm. And then the next day on the twenty fourth he died. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, 
uh, my three of my sisters have had uh, a lead singer or like a huge like music personality die on their birthdays. Really? Yeah. What? My sister Nicole, uh, her birthday a few years ago on June 25th, Michael Jackson died. I didn't um, know you had sisters. <laughs> I have a bunch of sisters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, on December 8th, uh, 1980, John Lennon died, and that's my sister Holly's birthday. And my sister Courtney was born November 24th, and Freddie Mercury died on uh, her birthday. Who died on wow. your birthday? Uh, I missed Joe Strummer by one day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He, he died December 22nd. My birthday's on the 23rd. <laughs> you know what? You'll get him next time, yep. buddy. <laughs> so, I, Paul McCartney, I don't know if you're listening or if you have plans <laughs> for uh, next December. December but, 23rd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, he like he nobody could uh, control a crowd like Freddie Mercury. Yeah, have you guys ever seen his performance oh, on yeah. Uh, yeah, Live Aid? Mm-hmm. It's like renowned as like the greatest live what do you, performance uh, of all time. What are your opinions on that upcoming biopic? Um, I am excited for it, but I just found out that like Sasha Baron Cohen was supposed to play Freddie right. Mercury, and he dropped out. Well, I, I don't know if he dropped out, but I think the other uh, members of Queen uh, decided that he wasn't the best pick for it because they thought he might because be a distraction. Because Borat he's, you know, thing? Borat and <laughs> Bruno and all this shit. He's a good actor. He, I was so excited for it. He, like, he really is a good actor. He was great in Sweeney Todd and yeah. Hugo and stuff. So I was like, I, I think he's going to be incredible. Right. And I feel like he could have, like, uh, you know, disappeared into that role, too. And, like, it wouldn't have been a distraction. But, right. you know, Brian May, the guitarist of Queen, like, I'll trust his opinion. So they went with a guy who plays Q in the new uh, James Bond movies. He was in Skyfall. He plays Q. Hmm. Have you seen that? Uh, no, I've never seen a James, James Bond movie. Yeah, I've never seen like ones that Daniel Craig hasn't been in, huh. which I'm kind of ashamed of. Yeah, so whatever. I'll, I'll get around to him someday. Yeah, fuck him. It's <laughs> such an overwhelming thing to like get into. There's like <laughs> it's daunting. Thirty. I'll get to that later. <laughs> bonding. Uh, maybe in, be- in between <laughs> James <me>. Bonding. <laughs> bonding. Hey, James Bonding. Ooh. Great. Um, but yeah, he. Uh, Do you like their entire catalog? Uh, I haven't listened to all of it, but. Um, like the the later stuff I haven't got into yet, but everything, like uh, I love my favorite album of all time is Night at the Opera. It's the most like incredible album I've ever listened to. Did you to. ever hear his solo album? No, I haven't listened to that yet either. It's not bad. It's I, not as bad as it just I, didn't sell well. Yeah, I mean I can't imagine that it it is like in any way bad because he was you know a great performer, but um, he just like if if you watch any of like the live DVDs they have, it just you get chills every time. Like, wow. yeah, like you see him yeah. play Radio Gaga, and he has like eighty thousand people clapping over their heads, and you can't help but like get like moved in some way by it. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, to uh, say to say he had a presence is is not doing yeah, it justice. Yeah, he, he was like so lively, and uh, like if he were around now, it like it, it bums me out that I'll never be able to say that I saw Queen. Live, right, you know. What right. I mean? If I had a time right. machine, I would easily go back in time, <laughs> to, and like just for that one reason. That's that's all I think about. If I had a time machine, what shows would I go back and? Oh see? yeah, I'm sure you guys can, like, figure out a show like for that. Yeah, I'd go to or even um, just bands like not specific shows. Right. Oh, I know, I know where I would go. Where? I would go see uh, an old original uh, Misfit show. I am right there with you. I That'd would be fucking badass. I'm still. Holding out for the reunion. One of these yeah. days, they're all gonna get so hurt. Before they're done, they know that they're gonna just cash in on one reunited Misfits tour. I can't believe they haven't done it yet. They're, Danzig well, just did the 25th anniversary tour and he played a bunch of uh, Misfits songs. Right. And he's he's such an asshole. That guy. Yeah, he's a prick. <laughs> but for he, you know what? He speaks in the name of decimals and dollars, and he'll cash in on it. Yeah. It's why why wait? You know what I mean? It's whatever. Maybe he yeah. feels like he's got a couple more years left of uh, trying to, you know, penny pinch something else. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, 
I'm going to go. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, you should finish the show first. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, before we hop in our time machine. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i going to go with my number two, and that is someone that's already been picked. <gasps> oh, my God. Chris Farley. Nope. Oh, my God. John Lennon. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Heath Ledger? Nope. Oh, um, oh Dimebag Daryl. Dimebag Daryl. Oh, <laughs> I'm okay. an idiot. Um, is that our? F- that's not our first duplicate. We had Phil Hartman too. No, nope. we didn't. We had John Candy. John Candy. That's yes. who it was. John Candy. Um, so yeah, Dimebag Daryl. Um, you pretty much said everything I wanted to say. The only other thing that I've that I know would be true is that I would bring him back because if that never happened, you know there would have been. A, a Pantera reunion. Oh my God! Yeah, one hundred percent. Absolutely. You know that over, you know, maybe ten, fifteen years later, they would have started talking again, and you'd you'd read about how they're talking, and maybe you know, um, they'd put out like those anniversary re-release records, right? And then you know, um, they'd start collaborating on stuff. Maybe a new song would come out, and then they would play a reunion show, a one-off, and then they'd tour again. That that is so annoying to think about too, because the reason he was killed was because right. the guy thought Pantera would like never be a thing ever again. Yeah. Yep. So he caused the actual problem that he was afraid of. Yep. Yep. What an idiot! It doesn't. <laughs> is not the dumbest. It's so annoying to think about like so how some people have died. What uh, not to this isn't really that off topic. So what what is it about um that type of music that you that you don't like, DJ? It's not even that I don't like it. I just I've never sought it out. I guess. I don't know. I've, we'll I've have to show you some Pantera when we're done with this. I one. remember being in fifth grade, and uh, I was like, um, actually, it's probably like fourth grade. I was hanging out with my friend Taylor, who's actually in um, uh, bands out in California, Nails and Twitching Tongues. And he like that was the first time I was ever like aware of that type of music. And his uh, computer background was like a Pantera album cover. And I was like, oh, I wonder what that is. And then <laughs> it just continued on with my day. And, like, oh, <laughs> and that was your, that was your bout with Pantera. Yeah, I was like, oh, I should know. Uh, and now I'm here. Yeah. But <laughs> it, I have nothing against it. I mean, a lot of my friends are into that like type of music and you know, I'm okay with it. Like I don't listen to hardcore. I can't really get into it, but you know, I don't know. It, like Pantera is more like more metal metal. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I appreciate that. Like, at the very least, because like guys in metal bands are so talented. I've like heard like guitarists from uh, you know like that kind of music, and I was just like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I <laughs> right. can't even wrap my head around it. Um, did you know that Ryan Trainer and I um actually went to his uh, gravesite in Texas? I've also yes. been to it. Oh, you went to that too? Yeah, on that really yeah. fun uh, trip to Dallas, I went to. Oh, right, right, right. I'll right, have right. to tell that story on a different <laughs> podcast. Um, it's a good one, though. <laughs> but yeah, it was like we went there, and it was just a fucking bummer. Yeah, it was just like this sucks. This is the dumbest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would bring him back because I know that would. Um, if I ever saw Pantera play again, ugh. I would just I would wind up in jail. <laughs> yeah, something. That's, that's what I, I would, said like, too. My eyes would pop out like, of my head. <laughs> so you guys never saw them live, right? Cause I, I, I saw them. Yeah, I've seen them a couple you, times. You yeah. have? Yeah, I was yeah. in um I was in seventh grade. Wow. Yeah. So we were what young. year was it that he died? Two thousand four. Yeah. Oh really? I, why did I think it was like early two thousands? Like way early two thousand? No. Huh. Well, that's the thing. Pantera had broken up. Yeah. Years before. Oh. Um, yes. So I like. I, like I've listened to that band he was doing Damage Plan, but I didn't like it at so all. So you saw him live, but not Pantera live. No, I saw Pantera. Oh, okay. Right. I yeah. saw him too. I think we saw him at the same show probably a couple times before we were even friends. Uh, was it the Extreme Steel tour in Worcester? Yep, went to that one. Yep. Did you? Was that the one Anilcon opened up for him? No, I went that to was that with one too. Uh, <laughs> that was with um, Slayer. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And <sighs> Static X. 
<laughs> ah, no bullshit. Ah, no bullshit. So, yeah. So, go ahead. My number two? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, my number two, uh, this person died uh, March 29th, 2005. Okay. Um, and as soon as I... I'm... Ugh. I can't. All right, he was a uh, he had a guest spot on that '70s show. Hmm. That's probably the best gift uh, hint I can give without completely giving it away. What episode was it? He was on a couple episodes. He was a recurring character. Yes. Hmm. Uh, uh, why can't I think of his name? Who, uh, what's that guy's name? Um, <laughs> Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> yeah, I know that's the, when you Eddie said Guerrero. <laughs> Who's the other one? Who's the other one? Uh, Hooventude Guerrero. <laughs> The guy who killed his family. Oh. That's Chris Benoit. That was 2007. Yeah, that was 2007. Okay, well, that's and my guess. No one wants him. I'll give up for the sake of the show. Uh, I'll give you another <laughs> hint. I'll give it away. Uh, he's a stand-up comedian. Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. Oh, yeah. Such a good pick. Mitch Hedberg. That sucks. I, I, for- I forgot about that. I never got a chance to see Mitch Hedberg, and I'm. it's one of my like things that I really am upset about because uh, obviously... <laughs> I, you know, I'm a big fan of comedy and like I wanted to like get into it and learn and I wish I could have seen him perform live like kind of more now versus before just because uh I might be able to appreciate his craft a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um you know like when you like you, you're in a band and you learn to play right. an instrument, you can appreciate things other bands do more because mm-hmm. you understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wish I got to see him perform in that regard. Yeah, that type of genre of stand-up comedy is one of my favorites. Oh my god, it's like so heavily good. influenced like by like Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright, right? Yeah, Stephen right. Wright is one of my favorite comedians ever. Um, it's it, like stuff like that is just pure wit. Yeah, that's like not even like you. You're just making your own joke. Like you started and finished it. Like you didn't have like you didn't need a life experience. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And that's incredible. Like, like that. Those are jokes you make from scratch, and it's like. Uh, you have to be like a different kind of person, right, Mitch? Like, you know, if no, if if you never heard Mitch Hedberg stand up, get an album somehow, put it in your car. <laughs> I thought you're gonna say yeah. walk into traffic, <laughs> yeah. walk into traffic. No, get an album, put it on your iPod, and just like listen. To, you can listen to it while you're walking, you know, in your car or anything. <laughs> while you're walking into yeah. traffic, <laughs> in the traffic. If you have a car big enough to walk in, right. <laughs> A big one, it's great. But just put it on. And that's the other thing, too, is like his stuff is so accessible to everyone. Even yeah. It's not like, oh, I, um, geez, I don't know. I'm not of that type of person. I don't get that kind of comedy. It's like, it's just witty, brilliant stuff. That's right. it. You don't have to be a genius to get it. Do you have a... H- uh, how did he die? Um, he So he was born with a heart condition. And he had it his whole life, obviously. Uh, but he was also very much into uh, drugs and booze. And uh, that complicated things, and I think he, I think he just died of heart failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could be wrong. It wasn't an overdose. No, it was it was things that contributed to his his already weak you know, heart. Yeah, his weak heart, <laughs> and it just uh, you know kind of gave it to him. Got it. But um, what were you gonna say, DJ? Well, it just you know it, it sucks because I agree with you that I uh, like I'll never be able to see him live. I right. never saw him. And the same thing happened with uh, George Carlin. Yeah. Who like I you know. He would have made like my list had you know he not been so old. I was kind of like, <laughs> right. you know, my list was based on like. What are you gonna bring him back for a week? <laughs> yeah, people have gone too soon. But he he's like to me the greatest comedian of all time, and you know I'll never get to see him, and I had chances to. Yeah, know. that's a bummer. But yeah, I mean, Mitch Hedberg. What's what's some of your favorite Mitch Hedberg? I was actually just gonna ask. Just you for that. people who've never heard him. Um. um <laughs> yeah, I like Rice. 
when I want 5,000 or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of uh, jokes like right off the top of my head. Ah, that's so good. Someone asked me if I wanted a frozen banana, and I, <laughs> I didn't, but I wanted a regular banana later, so I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I butchered that. <laughs> that. He's rolling over in his grave. I like, uh, like, you know, one time I was standing on a fire escape, and someone told me that I had to move. As if there was a fire, I wouldn't get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, priceless. All right, that's good. That's, listen, go, go get his stuff. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah. I I'd bet I bet the inside of a cleaning solution bottle is fucking clean. <laughs> <laughs> I like when he's like talking about uh he was like, We'd be okay if there wasn't sesame seeds on buns. <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck is a sesame? It's a he's like it's a way to open shit. <laughs> it's a street. It's a street. <laughs> he's like, um he's like I saw this wino, he was eating grapes and he was like, dude, you have to wait. <laughs> Oh, all right, Mitch Hedberg, yeah. you're you're greatly missed. Uh, so sad. Number ones, DJ. My wow. number one was already mentioned. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Can you believe that? No. Um, he. Dimebag Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> I've never listened yeah. to it, but <laughs> God, I miss him. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was a. I can guess. Who? Chris Farley. It is Chris Farley. <laughs> Definitely. Since earlier you said he's the funniest person you've ever he seen in your life. He is. He is. <laughs> Everything he did was so funny. He like if you go back and watch any sketch with him in SNL, I'm sure that you will laugh at least once. There's he everything he did was so hysterical. Right. Yeah. There was one sketch I watched uh, not too long ago on Netflix. Uh, it was a talk show called How Much You Bench. And <laughs> have, have you guys ever seen it? No. no. Emilio Estevez was the host, and it was like them sitting in chairs, like they're like bodybuilders on steroids, but they wouldn't admit to being on steroids. So they had their regular upper bodies, but they had fake little legs. <laughs> <laughs> and like maybe the jo like, like the whole sketch was like ahead of its time because it wasn't like being received well by the audience. But every time Chris Farley talked, everyone was going crazy. <laughs> like you can see Jay Moore like off to the side, like you know, trying to sell, like, his jokes, whatever, and you hear silence, and you can even see Jay Moore, like, laughing at how no one's laughing <laughs> at what he's saying. And, like, that like he had such a huge personality that he could make anyone laugh, like, even if the sketch was terrible. Yeah. Right. One uh, one Chris Farley memory I have that I, I really like and it makes me laugh every time I think of it is uh, when he had Paul McCartney on the Chris Farley show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he just looks at him and he just goes... Yeah, you, you're, in, you're in the Beatles, right? And he's like, Paul McCartney's like, uh, yes, it was. He's like... Uh, how how was that? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was awesome. <laughs> oh, I, I I love that. Do you remember that line uh, that you wrote called? It was like, um, "The love you make is equal to the love you take." <laughs> is that true? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. This ad, the Hurley He Boy, was good. Yeah. Um. Have you seen? Have you guys seen Almost Heroes? Mm -hmm. The scene where he goes to get like uh, a robin's egg. Yeah. Uh, he has to do it three times because he can't help. But, like, he's supposed to go get this egg because uh, Matthew Perry is sick. Yeah. And uh, he <laughs> like goes up to the top of the tree. He gets the egg, and then you hear like a like, like a the bird. hawk coming <laughs> down to get him his, off the tree. His facial expression every time he sees <laughs> the bird like come from him is priceless. <laughs> it, like, I showed a friend of mine while we were driving, and like we were <laughs> laughing so hard, and, like uh, in my almost car. swerved off oh, the road. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was such a dangerous thing to do. <laughs> But uh, uh, a, f a funny part of that is, like, all he needed was the shell. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. <laughs> he kept eating the egg. Yeah. But, uh, he, he, like, it's such a, like, 
such a huge loss for everyone. Like, can you imagine how good Adam Sandler movies would be right now? That's no. such a good point. That's such a good point. They had to like resort to getting Kevin James to fill in uh, for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. wonder if I like really don't like the idea of like if he stayed alive, then would the movies been just as bad? But Chris Farley would have been in them. Like I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yeah, that with movie, Chris Farley. Yeah, like that movie. <laughs> Like Chris Farley would have made it work, I think. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. There, like I can't stress enough that there's nothing <laughs> he could like. If he like wanted to make everyone laugh, he would have. Yeah. You know what I mean, and he would have made that movie so much funnier. Like the movie wasn't even funny. <laughs> I don't like that movie. <laughs> that movie's garbage. Yeah, you might it, say I hate that yeah. movie. <laughs> it like any movie that uh, Adam Sandler made like in the last post ten, Chris Farley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, he's had a couple that were like pretty good, mm-hmm. but. The ones that he is trying to make like funny haven't been. No, you know, and uh, it just sucks. I, I I was reading on Wikipedia too, and and like I found out that David Spade didn't go to his funeral. Wow. Yeah. He Why did, he was too distraught? Yeah, he said that he didn't want to go and see his friend Chris in a box. Wow. Which is really sad. Yeah, that I sucks. Know. I love David Spade. David Spade. Uh, have you listened to his stand up? Uh, I I am obsessed with his stand up. The, the one stand-up he has. Yeah, that was on HBO. Yeah. I can't get enough of You're it. the only person I know has ever heard it. Oh, I can't wait to talk we, about that. I can't wait either. Um, <laughs> I, You know what's weird is I, great. I watched it I watched it, uh, I watched it. two years ago um, when it was like on demand or whatever, and uh, the next day I went to get a tooth pulled, and I, I was out of work, and I didn't like, you know, I was laying in bed all day. I was like, this sucks. I, mm-hmm. You know, I'm like drooling, and there's like blood coming out of my mouth, and like... <laughs> So um, I look on Facebook, and uh, someone I'm friends with on Facebook posts a picture of David Spade at uh, the Kmart, like, the next town over. What? <laughs> they were shooting Grown Ups too, And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> David Spade is in the, like, I didn't care about anyone else. I, like, I got out of my bed and drove over to Kmart. Oh, really? In, in, like, the littlest hopes, like, to just, like, even, like, say something to him or mm-hmm. get a picture or whatever. So I'm sitting there waiting, and everyone's like, you know, crowding around, being like an idiot. I was like, I just want to see David Spade. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm waiting there for like 20 minutes and people are like walking by. Adam Sandler walks by. And I was like, Adam. And like all these girls like, Adam. And like, like, he like Adam. waves or whatever. Yep. And then he waves and they cheer. And then Kevin James, same thing. Yep. This, uh, this black guy walks by and I was like, Chris, Chris Rock. Chris. And he looks at the crowd and they're like, oh, that is not Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I was like, yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, this is so fucking pointless. So I, I walk away. As soon as I walk away, David Spade comes over and takes a picture with everybody. No! I swear to God. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you should have just went back. Uh, no. I like, I was like, <laughs> no. I, my mouth hurts. <laughs> I wish I wish like you wa- you finally get to say hi yeah. to David Spade and just blood just <laughs> goes like, out <laughs> 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 He's going to like spatter on his face. But I, I was just like. You know, like he, I would put him at like the top of my list of like comedians or actors that have like helped mold like my sense of humor. Yeah, right. his, his like sarcasm is like the funniest thing. So your number one's Chris Farley. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So your number Remember one, him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, Chris Farley. Great, great pick. Yeah. Good All pick. Right. So my number one was it picked? No. Oh wow. Died in 2012. Okay. Um, 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 um. What kind of uh, like actor, singer, musician, musician? Mm-hmm. Died in 2012. Yeah. Should I be able to guess this? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he. Um, to preface this, oh, I oh, like, uh, is it one of the Beastie Boys? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, MCA. You're number one. MCA. Adam Yauch. Is that how you pronounce it? Yach. Yach. Yep. Oh, I. Uh, I'm not sure about that. So. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, honestly, I was when I saw like you know the website <laughs> that told me that he died. <laughs> I like gasped. I yeah. I honestly was like kind of affected by it. Um, my like first couple of cassettes that I ever owned um, included uh, Dookie by Green Day, uh, Smash by The Offspring, and also uh, License to Ill and Paul's Boutique. Cool. Um, among my first cassettes. So I had this like really nostalgic uh, attachment to the Beastie Boys and I never stopped liking them. You know when you, a lot of times there's like bands you liked when you're a little kid when you're like, oh, I can't believe I liked that. You yeah. Know? Like Green Jello. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're one of the bands that I just, I never, ever, ever stopped liking. And they're, they're, they were always consistent. Yeah. They, in my opinion, never put out a bad record. They put out ones that I found less favorable, but never anything where I was like, oh, this sucks. This band went to hell. Yeah. He was one of those guys that you uh, never really think about. You know what I mean? Like, he's mm-hmm. not, like, in your face like most of, like, celebrities nowadays. Sure, sure. And then, like, you kind of, like, you know, forget about him. But then you hear that he died, and you're like, oh, my God, that's so sad. That guy, you know, was so cool. It's not someone you would expect to be, like, right. so, like, bummed out about, but, like... One of the Beastie Boys died. That's yeah. really like that sucks. Yeah, it sucked. It you know I, I had a lot of nostalgia attached to that, and um, I think it was the year before they put out they put out a record, and yeah. it was so good. They uh, did you guys hear it? Which record no. was it? The Hot Sauce Committee Part Two. No, it was so fucking good. Um, the story behind that is they um recorded they were gonna do, put out two records. First one being Hot Sauce Committee Part One, second being Part Two. Yeah, and um. They had to kind of postpone it because MCA had um, throat cancer, so he was kind of like in and out of the studio, and he was he wasn't doing that great. Um, they thought he was kind of like on the road to recovery. Yeah. So they re-recorded some songs and they put it out, but but they were like, well, we had to postpone part one, so this is actually part two. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so man. they just called part one part two, and then they were going to release part one, <laughs> which was going to be part two. <laughs> so weird. It's such a weird idea, but I thought it was so funny. Um, and I loved it. It was such a good record. And uh, yeah, it was really exciting to hear like the Beastie Boys uh, like be back and on point. And then the next next year... My bucket. My oldest sister's uh, boyfriend from a long time ago uh, had a really old BC Boys T-shirt back from when they were a punk rock band. That's wow. awesome. It was really cool. I wonder what that would go for, like if you were trying to put uh, up for auction. I'm sure it's very well either destroyed or gone. Yeah, <laughs> but that sucks. It was cool. So yeah, that's my number one. Neat. Yep. Good pick. Thanks. Um, should I go? Yeah. Yeah. My number one has also already been said. Phil Hartman. No. Is it a wrestler? No. God, no. I just shit all Is over. Is it Dimebag again? Yeah, he's on my list twice. <laughs> Freddie, Freddie Mercury. No. I wish I put him on my list, though. Jim uh, Henson. No. Oh, my God. Um, Bill Murray. Not dead. <laughs> Thank God. And also not on the list. When guys like Bill Murray and like Steve Martin and Martin Short die, I'm probably not going to talk to anyone ever again. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Can't wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude doesn't care about me. So my number one is Heath Ledger. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I forgot. It's my yeah. number one. I forgot that uh, the Dark Knight was your favorite movie ever. He his portrayal of the Joker in that movie it it does things to me. Like when yeah. I watch it, I just like I physically am like I feel change going on. I'm just like I'm so immersed in like his character. It's insane. Did you happen to see uh, the Dark Knight in IMAX opening night? Uh, yes. 
I was also there. Oh wait, opening night? Yeah. No, I saw the I, midnight showing. I mean, I always. Oh wait, did I know? I usually go to the next. I usually, I usually go to the following night's last showing of any movie, just because it's less chaotic. Uh, yeah. But it's you know just the next day. I went at midnight, um, the first showing, and it was. I can't express like the emotions that I had. <laughs> like, first of all, IMAX. That you you know you mentioned that on the show. Right, before. it's the greatest it's, place on earth. It's incredible. So to see that movie on like such a huge scale, like a movie that's on a a grand scale, on a grand scale, yeah. uh, you know, movie theater, it was like probably the best uh, like experience I've had at the movies. And to see uh, his larger than life character oh like, on screen like that was, I, I saw the movie seven times in theaters, and four of them were in IMAX. Right, Jesus, I couldn't get enough of it. Neither could I. Um, but like, so a lot of people think that like he was he was such like a, a meta actor. And he wanted to get into the role so much that before he recorded, he would he would he wouldn't sleep for a night and a half before shooting, and he would shoot marathons as the character because he wanted he wanted the delirium of being mm-hmm. overtired to you know set in, and that is what ultimately led to uh, his death because he did that so much during the the shooting of the movie that it, it fucked up his sleeping schedule. Mm-hmm. So after the movie, he got medication to help him sleep and like re- like regulate it back. Yeah. And he was on other medications. And what happened was the two medications um they they didn't work together well. Mm-hmm. I forget the word I'm looking for. Um and it was that combination that uh killed him. Wow. Yeah, that's like uh, I wouldn't like would it make you feel better in any way to like know if he did it on purpose or if he like you know like it it sucks you know either way that he died but like would you prefer that he went out on his own terms with it or would you like I think uh, I don't do you know, know what I mean I think it's just a, tr- a tragic accident Yeah no, like we like he definitely didn't do it on purpose but right. do you think like like if I told you like he did it on purpose would you prefer that he like you know, would that make you feel like a little bit like okay about it, like that no. he did on his, you know what I mean? No, it it just sucks that it was an accident, you know? Right? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And but there's like there's this other stuff, and uh, he would he would isolate himself for for days. He would just lock himself without any human contact, and he kept a uh, he kept a journal yep. that he called the Joker Journal, and he would he would think of things that he thought the Joker would find funny, and just like these horrible horrible things, and he would just write them down. Uh, in this journal over and over again. And there was actually some talk about releasing the journal for a little while, and it just never came to be. But I would love to read what's in there. That'd be crazy. Do you think somewhere down the line, like, when it's, you know, not, you know, like, when plenty of time has passed, they'll, you know, release it? Kind of like they did that with Kurt Cobain, didn't they? Like, Uh, he he had, like, I mean, it wasn't wasn't anything, like, crazy. It was mostly, like, uh, lyrics and songs and stuff like that, but... Right. Uh, I don't know. I hope so. I would love... The Joker's my favorite character. Um... In comic books, and I love that. I just love everything about e- everything involved in that situation is right up my alley. So yeah. I would love the Joker Journal. Right. Yeah, I I hope you know one day that they'll uh, release it someday. Oh, yeah. one day they'll bring him back. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, hey, maybe seven twenty four. That that was another thing too. They <laughs> thought he was going to come back on July twenty fourth. <laughs> like that was, that like, like it's the... like an Undertaker promo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. So yeah. So that's it. Wow. Good show. Hooray! Um, any uh, honorable mentions? My only honorable mention is Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, he would be an honorable mention of mine. I mentioned George Carlin, so right. 
Oh yeah, good call. Yeah. What about you, Dooley? Anything? Um. No, I think I'm. I think I'm good. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so email us at top 5 death at gmail.com. Uh, add us on facebook.com slash top5ofdeath. Um, also, we never do this. Um, go to iTunes and give us reviews, five-star reviews and comments on there because that, that is, as of right now, the best way to help the show. That and just telling other people. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, is there anything else that we should talk about? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, BWK. Um, Dooley, say something to BWK. All right. Um, what are you up for, to for the weekend, BWK? Okay, DJ. Uh, I love you, buddy. Um, and I will say I uh, I can't wait for you to move into your new house, so... Uh, you can no longer cite living far away as being a reason for not being on the show. But it, it, that is a completely viable reason. Oh, okay. Not. <laughs> am I right? All right. All right. Well, uh, smell. Smelly. Oh, Dooley, you <laughs> motherfucker. We're not going to do it. Yeah, don't do it, guys. Come on. All right. Smell you later, guys. Okay. Yeah. No, I, no, don't you chime in, too. I was not. Smell you later. No. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> not going to. Smell you later. <laughs>